You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. y'all come on in come on in i know we're a little late but we are here i couldn't get my composure together ladies and gentlemen i came on a little while ago and i was in tears because of i was having a moment and then i got this right here that my son made the dean's list for the honors students at tsu even though he don't go there no more and for science so i was so proud of him i was crying <laughs> i didn't want y'all to see me cry so i had to wipe my makeup off and i was gonna redo it but i might start crying again shit <laughs> welcome to laugh and learn ladies and gentlemen i'm your host flame monroe along with my beautiful partner lauren hogan hi lauren hogan hi flame how are how you was your week 
Ooh, um, week has been very, very busy, um, including today. But um, I went to a really nice event this weekend. I went to the uh, Ladylike Foundation event um, at the Beverly Hilton, and it was really great to just celebrate young women. And, um, you know, overall, it was just very moving and very touching. Um, the did, foundation's led by Leah Pump. Did so. you dress up? I did. I ain't seen no pictures. Oh, I really didn't take many. <sighs> this lady do not take pictures, y'all. I don't oh, like taking pictures. God. I don't we like taking pictures. Speaking of pictures, we need to schedule a new photo shoot. Oh, you got to give me some notice so I can go lose some weight first. Oh, so. my. Here we go with this. Yeah. Girl, let me tell you something. This is why I know I'm not a real woman. She's <laughs> obsessed with her weight. Even when she gets yeah. skinny, she's still obsessed with her weight. Absolutely. I'll take this part of me being a woman. I don't mm -hmm. give a damn about no weight. <laughs> Child, I do. So, yeah, you got to give me some notice, honey. Okay. We're going mm -hmm. gonna to set up one to do like August or September. Okay. Maybe that's September. perfect. That's perfect. We have some fall colors because, you know, Lauren can get loose now. Fall colors? Yeah. You gonna, gonna, oh, fall. Lord. Fall. You know you like it dark anyway. I do. I love black. It's my it's my signature and favorite color. <sighs> Me too. Look at it. look at it. Look how beautiful my black is. And why we talking about beautiful black? Where are we going today, Lauren? We're gonna start. I don't want to start heavy because we y'all know we're about to get heavy. Mm -hmm. I want to start light. First of all, I want to say congratulations to the most famous woman on the planet, who happens to be Queen Elizabeth. She's the most known woman on the planet. They just celebrated her seventy years. In, um, on the throne yep. for the Queen's Jubilee. It was such a grand affair, and I watched all four days of this event. It was so many magnificent. Y'all know I watched it for one reason and one reason only. Yes, I wanted to pray, pay homage to the Queen, but the other Queen came out Saturday night, the lady herself, Diana Ross, and I thought it was so fantastic. You know what I was most impressed by, though, Lauren? Hmm. Four days in the UK. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people out there no altercations that we know of no mass shootings nobody did they enjoyed themselves what is the uk doing that united states is not doing they got some sense you heard it from a hbcu educated woman <laughs> the uk has some sense that point blank period i mean they're they know how to uh, disarm suspects without using guns or deadly force and suspects that have weapons mind you and so. they were out there, Lauren, for four days, loving on each other and all the pomp and circumstance yeah. for the queen and all the horses and carriages and the flags and like, and nobody was fighting. Nobody was mm -hmm. shooting. Nobody was even looking around to make it. sure that yeah. they were going to be <laughs> shot and killed. Yeah. Why we can't get there? Because they got some sense. <sighs> That was what I was most impressed by, ladies and gentlemen, because on the meantime and in between time in this country, we had 10 10 wait before shootings. before you move on though i do want to talk about prince louis kate and uh williams the four-year-old the four-year-old oh he was cute that little boy needs his ass beat no he Let does me tell not you. yes did you see what he was doing to his mother putting his hand over her mouth and going like this <laughs> that little boy needs his butt beat everybody raised their children differently <laughs> mm -hmm. and at four years old let me tell you something let me, on the defense of a four-year-old remember going to church or something like that when you was four you had to sit and be a dignitary you were bored I, to hell. I know, absolutely. I know he was bored, but I'm just saying he was being a little reckless with his mama, telling her basically to shut up. So, well, he's a prince in the making. You know, they got all the power. Yeah, well, he's a king in the making. Won't he be a king one day? Yeah, if uh, Charles and no, I don't think Andrew's in line, right? It's just Charles and then it's um, William. I personally think that Queen Elizabeth say, I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to make sure Charles don't get this seat. I yeah. think she just going to pass it straight over him, straight to <laughs> William. Because I think Charles <laughs> didn't messed up when he married the old broad, when he married yeah. uh, Rue McClanahan. Ooh. 
from the Golden Girls. Ooh. Rose. Blanche. 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 Because <laughs> <Blanche. laughs> yeah. this woman is old. Ooh, she yeah. old. How old is Camilla Parker Bowles? Like 200? <laughs> I don't know how old she is. <laughs> but the whole event was so beautiful. And it was just so amazing to see all these people. And just people. just And people flew from the United States to go there. People came oh, from Oh, yeah. Everywhere. It was definitely. It's a royal affair. And no um, altercations. No murders. No, no mass shootings. No, no f- People just loving on each other. I'm telling you, Lauren, I'm 2024, I may have to break camp because, woo! What you mean break camp? I may you, have to move to the UK. To the UK, you're going to become a I may a, become a, a Brit. They're about to get rid of Boris Johnson anyway. I may, what is this? Oh, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Yeah, he, he I need his to way see out. if They're the, about to oust him, y'all. I've um, seen it this morning. They're about to get rid of him. They well, already yeah. voted against him. Did, you know, he's did the, the vote happen yet? They're doing it now. They're doing it now. And it looks yeah. like what they said, it was like 51 to 34. 51 against, against him? Against him. Oh, yeah. so, that's so nice. The UK Trump. Yeah, see he's ya. about to be out. You want to be Trump, you're going to be Trump for real because he lost too. Oh, Ooh. I see. Ooh. It. <laughs> it's a day. It's yeah. a day. It is so disheartening to think that we had 10 mass shootings over the weekend. But before we even get to that, because that's going to be the, the basis and the premise of the show. And Flame S, we want your guys to come in and weigh, on, weigh in on that. We Let's talk about the, uh, the shortage on uh, baby formula, baby milk. You want to uh, talk about that again? I want to talk about that because I found out today that Greg Abbott owns like 54%. He has the monopoly on baby formula being produced in America. Oh, he monopolized the market? And we would have never known that had the shortage never came out. They had it so covered up that we would have never known that. Mm, They talked about that today on The View that... it was so secret, and they had it. So he has Greg Abbott, who is the governor of Texas. Texas is yeah, Texas. Completely has monopolized the baby formula, and so he owns that. This is why he owned the abortion thing and woo 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 because we would have never known it had we not had a baby sh- a formula shortage in America. Oh, Ain't that's that interesting. I didn't. But know But they don't want to get it, and Mexico has surplus. They have stock. They don't want to get it from Mexico. Canada won't get it, but to us, right? Canada's not giving it to us. It, it is. It is. If you're having children right now, I'm telling you right now, not to rethink it, but to stock up because things are crazy. And these governors in these Texas and these um, Republican states, these GOP states is really out of control, starting with Abbott and Kent, who we hope to get, who we hope to Kemp? lose. Kemp, who well, we he hope just to won lose. the Republican uh, nomination for uh georgia for georgia for governor Mm -hmm. and so i think it's even sweeter when stacy abrams beats him yeah because they cheated last time yep sure did and um what's his name uh the secretary of state raffensburg he just testified for about eight hours in front of congress about uh what happened with trump and the attempted election fraud and he's going to be over the governor's election again so i actually have some faith this time that it'll be handled properly yes that'll be handled properly I don't know what's happening with that January 6th. I see they putting this committee together and all these people. They have a camp. second public hearing happening in the next couple of weeks. They got executive privilege and woo, woo, woo. that was just any old regular Smo Joe like myself or yourself. We being locked up in jail time. So we ain't going to show up. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's very true. Oh, we're on the Laugh and Learn page. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I think I told them we were going to be on the. Uh, Your page. Uh-huh. That's what I asked you before we started the show. Oh, girl. You know, you I see how flame don't on. listen. You know, I had a lot going on. It's been a day. Um, the Tim Mass shootings, ladies and gentlemen, I don't, I don't even know what to say. Philly, they showed the one in Philly, two guys getting mm-hmm. into an altercation, and they just pull out guns and start shooting. Then the police see the guy shooting, so they start shooting. So people just running crazy because you know how we are as black people. You see one person run, 
Everybody, Everybody break run. out and run. That's just in your best interest, though. So some people were killed probably by gunfire, and some people were hurt by trampling. Some people just got mm. ran over. Yeah. I mean, I've been in plenty of situations <laughs> where people start shooting, and you just have to have situational awareness is all I'm going to have to say. Lauren, you would get ran over, though, Lauren. No, I wouldn't have. Let me tell y'all why Lauren would get let ran over. Let me tell you over. why Let me tell I you won't. why she would. Mm-mm. Because she would drop her Fendi bag or one of her labels, and she going back to get her label. Mm-hmm. First of all, first of all, I would not be in a crowd that big without a crossbody or a fanny pack on. I would not have on a real bag. But I remember in 2018, I was actually in Atlanta at the A3C Festival. I was with one of my line sisters at the time. And it just chaos broke out. People started jumping over barricades. And my line sister was next to me. She's about half my size. But I always say this. I'm too big to fall down. I'm too big to fall down. I can't do that. So she was on the way of going down. I picked her up just like this. And we ran into a corner. And she still says to this day that I saved her life and from getting trampled because she's tiny. I'm too big to fall down. What's wrong, Lauren? The the beautiful part of you being tall, you tall and graceful. Because you know a lot of people that's really tall are kind of a little awkward, a little oh, clumsy-ish. Yeah. That's true. I Thank think, you. Do you think that dancing gets oh, you like for that? sure? Because if you would ask my mom, the reason why she put me in dance class because I was walking like a dude when I was younger. I was walking like my dad and my uncles. She didn't like that, so she put me in dance I class. I ain't gonna say that, y'all. But look at my face. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I was giving you a door. You can walk through the door. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, my baby ain't like that. My baby, look, I'm just messing with Lord. She ain't like that, y'all. Yeah. But I do know a lot of tall people that are a little awkward, ba- unbalanced. Yeah. Is the word mm-hmm. we want to say. We don't want unbalanced. To say, unbalanced. Yeah. We want to be nice. We want to be nice and unbalanced. Yeah. But anyway, too big to fall. Would never get trampled. Absolutely not. That that is very scary. Absolutely I, not. I, I don't understand what is the 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 hostility of the 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 country that. You can't go anywhere. You can't go to the grocery store. They had a shooting in a cemetery in Chicago. It is. Okay, I, I'm older. So my I see things. Let me ask someone younger than me. What? What? What What are we not doing? Well, let's just call a spade a spade. The NRA, you know, bankrolls a lot of these Republican politicians. And, you know, it's it's been a historic thing. You know, they've tied gun violence and what's going on with gun safety to you know, actual mental, it's been tied to mental health. I will give you that. But the NRA has strategically lobbied against, for instance, the CDC getting fundamental gun research to be conducted about why, you know, there needs to be more gun safety and gun control laws. But when your pockets are lined with people who are for a certain cause, nothing's going to change. It's just not, especially from the Republican side. When in the Senate, you need to have um, 60 votes on something like this. That's why um, HB8 is still sitting at the Senate level and hasn't been passed it's just been sitting in limbo and that's what's going to continue to happen and it's we it's a losing game that we're playing y'all i'm telling you and until the 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 european americans who are in charge get fed up with all this violence that's going on in this country nothing will change we have shown many times that we don't have the power to change anything but that's not true though we do we have the power to vote but well, that, that we, we have, have the power to vote but we've got instances where you know I've seen so many reports on MSNBC about how, you know, people, specifically the Republican Party, are putting in specific strategies and tactics to deter one, deter people from voting, but two, also putting certain conspiracy theorists in these positions where they can, you know, compromise elections and election count when they count the votes and things like that. These are specific people that are more of the Trump era that are in these positions where they can say, oh, this is not a valid election. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And nobody's really talking about that because we have things like mass shootings and other things going on. There's a lot of behind the scenes 
things that are taking place right now, especially in the middle of election season. I'm sick of everybody using mental illness as a crutch. If we mentally ill, we all been discombobulated since the pandemic and and the the, the something that we never lived through, which was a pandemic. Yeah. Most people who lived through the pandemic a hundred years ago are no longer with us. And the ones that I probably don't remember the damn story to tell. It's just disheartening and it's sad and I'm tired and I'm gonna pack my bags, I'm gonna move. I am, I'm gonna move. Can we do the podcast long distance? Yeah, the internet that's what technology is for. It might for. work a little bit better over there. We're going to bring y'all in, Flame Mess, because I'm telling y'all, I'm not. I'm in the mood today, and Lauren came in looking all nice and clean, and she oh, got thank her you. bun on. So bring Allison on. Let's I was going to say, you should have seen my hair two hours ago. And girl, you should have seen mine about 20 minutes before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> it was what in, hair? It was sitting in a What bag. hair? <laughs> <laughs> I'm being attacked, ladies and gentlemen, by a millennial. <laughs> this is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, hi, Allison. Hi, Miss Lauren. Hi, Flame. Hi, Cassie. How's that Hello. book doing of yours? It's doing, it's doing slow and steady. So I'm thankful for everyone who has bought a copy so far, and I just pray that they're blessed by it. Real talk. Love that. Absolutely. So go ahead and you guys can absolutely chime in. Um, Tell us how you're feeling, because I know personally I feel very drained and just I'm very fearful of being in a lot of public spaces. Like I don't want to go to a festival. Mm -hmm. I'm damn near scared to go to a grocery store. My head's on a, you know, high alert at all times. I don't want to go to a movie theater. Hell, I have to travel for 10 days. I'm going Mm -hmm. to, you know, the south and then up to D.C. I don't even want to go. You know what I mean? So how are you guys feeling? Well, I tell you like this, this is not a surprise, right? This just doesn't come as a surprise to us, but right, it still works on our mental because again, we could be 
be in any setting and this happens to us. But one thing we have to understand, and and, and this is for everyone to, to very much so make clear, is that when you are funded, when these political candidates are funded by certain organizations to push their policy through, they put people in place to push their policy and their policy is passed. One thing we have to do, and that is put people and fund people enough to push our said policies. If we're not putting people and funding people enough to put them in position to pass our policy, we won't have any policies that are being passed in our favor. We have to fund the people who are, we have to formulate these organizations, but we have to fund the candidates. And I mean, not just our fighter, everybody has to be on board to fund these political campaigns for people who is talking like we're talking. Because understand this, if you don't have people in office that understands your issues, you will never have solutions to your problems. And yes, the GOP is is, is a whole shipwreck. But I'm going to tell you like this, they are a tribe. They Their organizations are funding their candidates. Look at our candidates. We're not funding these people. So, Allison, I want to ask you, too, because I don't know if you saw today, but in Ohio, they actually just passed a bill for teachers in classrooms to officially bear arms while, you know, they're at the school. So you are a teacher Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. city, um, in the state of Florida. Uh So what's the temperament like Uh right now? And how do you feel about possibly having to have a firearm in your classroom? This is my thing. We have to protect our kids. Correct. But. Again, I fear for my black and brown children because with a white teacher carrying a gun, how less tolerant are you to my black child? Correct. And, you know, again, I th- I don't think we should go to guns immediately. I think we need to train teachers, train teachers how to decode, how to how to deescalate. But most importantly, the way things are going, we may have to suit up like the police officers. But do you think that that's fair, though? That's what I'm more so getting unfortunate. at. Yeah. Is that fair, though, that you're the mm-hmm. teachers now as a part of your training to become a teacher? You actually have to get oh, no. tactical training about what you're going to do if no. there's an active shooter that barges into your classroom or is on the it's premises. Not fair. It's not fair because it takes away from education. We're already dealing with enough. And what We're does that do for your students, too? Like it. It. It makes your students, what, do they feel unsafe? Do they feel like, you know, fearful coming to school? Mm -hmm. You know, of course, half of them won't come to school. I would think as a student, if my teacher, I knew my teacher was strapped and and had been trained, I would feel safer. I would because then I know that I got somebody in the room to protect me. Um, I know they keep saying that the, the the like you said the temperament and they have some horrible children in key in class. If you got thirty kids and you got five crazy kids in class, you don't want to get so angry that you pull out the gun on the kid. But if the training is right and the temperament is right and you know how to like you said de-escalate the situation, as a kid or as a student, I would feel a lot more safe if I known that this woman is my mm-hmm. teacher. She has a firearm. She has been trained in case something goes happen because I can't bring a gun to school. But if my teacher mm-hmm. is trained, because especially if it's a female teacher, because you feel sometimes you feel safer when it's a man. But some of these women are gangster, and I would feel a lot safer if I knew that my teacher had the license, went through the training, and had a weapon to stop somebody if they came in our room to hurt us. I would. 
Mm-hmm. See, I think it also too depends on what school you go to because I think back like I remember when I was in high school, um, my technically my my I guess selected high school for you or whatever the term is, um, I had to go to like Gardena High School. And it is a magnet school, but it's not a good school. Like there's a lot of bullying, there's gang activity. So my mom was like, You're not going there. I ended up going to, you know, Bishop Montgomery and Torrance, whatever. But I remember at the time there was a kid that was being bullied and he actually showed up to school with a gun in his backpack. But the safety was off, so he slammed his backpack on his desk. The gun went off. So I think of things like that in terms of what about those schools that don't have the best environments and may not have, you know, the mm-hmm. best facilities available, but you've got firearms in the classroom. Are they locked up properly? Are other students know where they are? Do they have access to them? That's what I, I always think of worst case scenario and, in situations well, my, that it, cause danger. And then... And then what goes to, I'm sorry, Cassie, but then my my mind also goes to, see, you have like, for example, Memphis, Memphis City Schools, and then you have like Orange County public school system. When you think about the schools that are still segregated, right, you have your predominantly black schools. And when we talk about bringing guns in school, you know, what? because I, 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 I'm, I'm about the education and I'm about our children being educated, my mind instantly goes to the budget. If we incorporate guns into schools, these kids curriculum and, and, and their instruction is already not up to par. It's not up to the best. So what happens? Are we going to take it away from their curriculum and their in their uh, uh, ability to have the advanced technology that other schools have? You, mm-hmm. you follow what I'm saying? Are mm-hmm. we going to um, arm the teachers, put that put more money into that? Or are we going to put more money into the engineering program? Because then you're. You're lessening the intellect of our babies. I'm reading the comments. I'm reading the comments of teachers, 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 teachers. Teachers are people. Teachers have families and children. They want to go back home to their families and their children. I understand the responsibility of a teacher, but my life is still in. So if I'm a teacher, I'm still responsible for me. I'm I'm not getting on you, Alice. Mm -hmm. I'm reading the comments because they're saying teachers, Uh like a teacher is a robot. The teacher is there to do a job, but they also have to get back home to their lives, their families, their children. And I do understand that mistakes could happen because I'm doing going over the scenario, listening yeah. to you talk, Allison. So if a teacher has to run out to the uh, the classroom in an emergency and forgets to lock her desk or his desk, and the gun is in there, and another student goes in there and get the gun, I hear all those scenarios. But I don't want people to disregard that the teachers are human beings. They're not just a teacher; they're to teach your children. They're there to do their job, but they also have real lives. Because we, I think we forget that mm-hmm. we forget. That I, I don't. That's why I was asking Allison the questions in the first place. Just about the temperament of being in the classroom nowadays because i if i had a kid right now i don't i my kid probably would be homeschooled just just to be honest they, mm-hmm. my kid would be homeschooled and I, w- I would have extracurricular activities like they could go to a dance school or something like that where i know what the security is like but i don't know if i'd be okay sending my kid to a school but cassie come on into conversation but but as someone who has went to inner city high school someone who went to a lot of high schools I don't think that's right to have the teachers armed. For one, there's not enough teachers per students. So if I'm a teacher in the class and I'm armed and there's 25 students, what if five of those students decide, oh, we finna buck up on this teacher because we want to get this gap from them. Two, I think that um, we need to change the laws. And of course, my state in Washington State, it's really hard to get a weapon. And I think you should not be able to be 18. You should be 21 to purchase anything. For one, you got to be 21 to drink, right? They changed the laws in Washington State where you got to be 21. I believe now it is to smoke cigarettes. But you got you have you can be 18 to buy a shotgun. It should be 21, and there has to be 
background checks. There has to be an exclusive, close all the loopholes where they can get all these guns at these gun shows and stuff. So I just think it's too much for the teachers. I'm not a teacher, but I did work, I work with at-risk youth. It's too much to me to think about how much help these children and also try to protect them at the same time. And I'm thinking, I got this gun on me. Okay, so what if something happens? There's too many lives that I'm in that I'm in um, charge of. And it's a lot of stress. The teachers don't get paid enough as it is already. And then you're going to add this extra stress on them having to carry an arm. I wasn't hired to be law enforcement. I'm hired to be a teacher. I'm here to pour into these kids. I'm going to protect them as much as I can. But I also got a family, just like you said, Flay, that I'm trying to get home to, too. So I think it's too much we're trying to do with these teachers. And I, and I agree. And I think that there's a lot of uh, great comments that are being said. And to your point, Cassie, you got to be 21 to drink. You got to be 21 to buy cigarettes. You got to be 25 to rent a freaking car. You know what I mean? And I mean, and in all honesty, to kind of bring it back to, you know, Flame was talking about baby formula shortages. If we put as many restrictions around how white men want to police women having abortions, why can't we have the same criteria yeah. for guns? I agree with you. Imagine. Insane to boot. Rewrite the damn Constitution because it was written back in 1776 and times have changed. Oh, you immensely. mean when black people were considered three-fifths of a human? Well, rewrite it oh, now okay. because it's ridiculous. And to Lauren's point, and to y'all point, what y'all saying, I hear what y'all saying about the teachers because the teachers have always been overworked and underpaid. That's one thing. But secondly, a lot of those shootings don't really happen in the, in the poorer or... Well, not to say that they don't, but most of them happen in upper echelon schools or higher end schools. You know what I mean? For I mean, if we had to do it statistically, it's more happening high end schools than it does in just like the the underprivileged schools. We get fights and bullying, cases. but you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They have massive ones in schools where they have more money, better PTAs. You mean like the Columbines and the Virginia Yes, Tech. like the, the the Sandy Hook. That was a high-end school. That wasn't just a run-of-the-mill. You know that? And so most of these major ones happen in schools where we're not. Well, the, Sandy Hook, that was just as white supremacists that strategically went in to go shoot up black kids. Let, let's just And nothing's changed. It. Yeah, that's I what that was. I just looked up what's changed since Columbine. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Like, some states have made it harder for you to acquire a gun, but other states have made it easier. So it just depends on which state you live in, what city you live in. Just you got to keep paying attention to your surrounding. It's like yeah. we got the wrong people in positions of power. That And like you said, the NRA does have a lot of money and they control a lot of stuff. I don't know to what extent, but it's just wild. It's wild. Yeah. And I mean, and I think about, you know, this conversation has been happening for so long. Because if you think about even the movie Higher Learning... That's what this higher learning is based on this. And that was filmed in the 90s, you know, and it's we're still having this conversation today about white supremacists doing mass shootings and shooting black people. It's still the conversation. So so now we got to get to we were we were in a discussion. And for Allison, are you in an ambulance? <laughs> no, I'm moving. Oh, OK. I was like, are you OK? Oh. Are you in an ambulance? You're so shady, Lauren. No, because I'm looking at her background like. Are you on live in an no, ambulance? I'm, okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, <laughs> Girl, look like you're on a bus. I am moving. <laughs> like, no, I'm in a U-Haul. Okay. I thought it looked like a U-Haul. I thought it looked like a U-Haul, but I was okay. Yeah, I'm moving. I'm um, nonetheless, guys. So we were coming up with solutions of how what what could be done. We were in a we were in a committee meeting, and so the first they said you know increase the police presence on campus. Or they said um, one of the ideas said we can get the you know the national reserve to guard the school. 
just like you go on base and they're standing there with their guns and then you have the National Reserve out there, the National Guard out there, you know, IDing everybody to come in to uh, to the school to, to safeguard the school. Um, but again, we still had some some reservations with that as well, because, again, we're concerned. We have the black teachers who are more concerned about the black children and our black children are fearful of the police. I don't care if the police is black. We have one black officer at our school and one white and they're fearful. And you have to, in a sense, respect that because look at look at what's been shown to them. Right. And so that that is where we are now. It may work for Windermere. You know, it may work for Dr. Phillips, but it's not going to work for Evans High School and Jones High School. So you have have to look at the demographics of the schools. Yeah, I agree with that. I have a problem with that. I'm sorry, I'm I'm sorry, Lauren. Because if you put the reserve or you put more officers in the school, it's just like we're running the school like a prison. Just like the prison has all these COs around and, you know what I mean? So it's like the prison, what is it called? The school to prison pipeline. It's like we're already setting it a certain way. So now we're bringing in all these arms. Just change the gun laws. Well, I disagree with you on that front, Cassie, because, for instance, if you think about like Spelman College, we had APD on campus 24 seven, because if anybody knows history of HBCUs, you know, they're built in not the best neighborhoods because that's where they could afford the land. So Mm -hmm. Spelman, for instance, we had Atlanta Police Department full on officers strapped with guns 24 seven on our campus. Like you can't go through the gates of Spelman. But it's a college, though, Lauren. It, but That's different but, than high school. But I'm saying we, there's still school. college. There's but if we're gonna take the security formats of college at this point and start implementing them in high schools and elementary schools, I don't see that as a bad thing because when I stepped onto that campus, I felt safe with all those police mm-hmm. around me. I didn't. I'm in. And to Allison's point, you know, you've got some of these kids who are feel fearful. Excuse me, of law enforcement. It there needs to be a way if you're going to have police presence that kids should feel safe, because when I'm on Spelman's Mm -hmm. campus, I know if you try to run through those gates or you can't get past uh, APD security at that front booth, you cannot get past them. And they're strapped 24 seven to make sure that there's no craziness that happens on that campus. I felt safe being in the West End, not the best neighborhood. There's crackheads everywhere. There's crime. There's murder happening Mm -hmm. all Mm -hmm. in our midst in the Atlanta University Center. But when you stepped on that campus with all the Atlanta um, police officers. I felt safe. I did. But, the, but record, Allison, Allison just said it's not just oh, kids sorry. that are afraid of the police. I'm grown. I don't want no. I don't want any any kind of interactions with the police. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm a fearful mm-hmm. that them or them hurting me. I'm more fearful of how it would go down between us. And not because I'm no gangster. I'm no hardcore. I just don't know how I what kind of day I'm having or what what you rough for me because fear sometimes will take over. If you come into me at a stop sign or at a red light, you pull me over and I'm completely legal. I got license, insurance, registration, everything up to par, but something about me triggers you and you move mm-hmm. too fast or you got your hand on your gun. I have fear. You got your hand on your gun. I got my hand on mine. I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't want no mm-hmm. I don't want any instances with the police for me or my children. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid of not making it back home to my children. That and that's but that's even, my mm-hmm. being that's me being honest. But even like Allison said, some of those kids are extremely afraid of the police. So even having a police presence doesn't make them feel any safer. And who's to say if something pops off, the police is going to be able to differentiate between a black teacher that's carrying a weapon and the person that's committing a crime? Because at the end of the day, you black before you a teacher. Yeah, but when I was growing up, it was a different climate because officers, they used to have a day 
once a month or once a year, Officer Friendly would come. come you remember in, yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Officer Friendly yeah. would come to the school. It made you friends with the police. It made you think that the police were there to do their jobs, which is to serve and to protect. I don't even know if they do that in school anymore. I asked my daughter. She said she don't never, she, she's 15. She said she's never experienced that, and she's yeah. a freshman in high school. So they stopped that. So to me, it's part of society uh, to say, hey, let us put us in a place where the kids can be familiar with the police and ask the police questions. But a lot of these police are not qualified to have these jobs. Yeah. And so they don't even want to go mm-hmm. to the schools to interact with the children. They only want to go to the schools when it's something violent, and they can be trigger happy and pull their goddamn triggers on their guns. All of that has been taken off the table. I think it helped. Looking back on it now as we're having this conversation, I think that made me more familiar with the police. And we never had a black one come. Let me just say that. We always had a white police officer. And I went to a very black elementary school. But there was always a while. But he took down this whatever shield he had and feared because he was cool. We would talk to him and ask him questions. He would come around and shake our hand. He let us touch his badge. It just (laughs) made it regular. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, I think it didn't work for me. Well, I mean, in my, for instance, like my grandfather's ex-LAPD, so was my uncle, he's ex-LAPD, and then my dad, you know, is deputy chief for, or excuse me, chief deputy for um, LA City Fire Department, so... I've kind of had law enforcement in my midst all the time, but that's not to say that I've never been racially profiled by, you know, CHP. I had three instances when I first moved back to L.A. to the point where my dad was ready to go down and fight CHP. Like, I've had good and bad interactions, but saying all that to say, you know, and I'm just taking it back to for Spellman, for instance, having, you know, APD on campus because it does come down to cost at the end of the day. But APD takes care of that cost, though, to have them on campus. And this is overtime for them. Yeah. So that's what mm-hmm. I think police departments need to do is you need to actually heighten presence on campus of so one. Teachers don't have to bear mm-hmm. arms and do all of this extra psychological evaluations and all other stuff. Have those police pe- presence on these elementary school campuses to ensure safety and then make the police department pay for it. That's what they need to do. Yes, so it's not it's, costing schools any money. Right. And it's built in and see the po- because your local city, your city police is funded by your local government. Yep. And so they get a budget out of that local government to break to have these said resource officers is what we call them here in Florida to come into the school and particularly where I'm from, LPD, they pay the resource officers yep. out of that local budget that they receive. It also so, helps to have a fantastic PTA mm-hmm. because the PTA can move uh-huh. some shit that other people cannot move. They a fantastic sure PTA will have fundraisers and yes. raise money to yes. hire private security or private mm-hmm. assistant teachers for the school. So yes. a PTA, a great PTA in a school really does help. I learned that as a parent. Well, I just feel like the amount mm-hmm. in most cities and states the police department get the most amount of money in the budget to allison's point mm-hmm. so they can they afford do. to spend a little extra to ensure safety for our kids that's all i'm saying if instead they of pta do. having raised money let the police department pay for it they got enough yep Woo, y'all, I agree. oh my god oh my god i've learned so much exactly and that's the problem <laughs> we, we've i'm just saying we've talked about it on the show talking about hitting them in their pockets actually make them spend their money yeah. that actually helps the community they're supposed to protect and serve that's that's what their shield mm-hmm. in their code of honor or whatever you want to call it that's what it is so let make them do their job mm-hmm. yeah. but make sure they're protecting everybody equally too because there are some instances where there has been 
officers or high level security in these elementary schools and they go ham on on our black and brown children so if you're going to put officers in the schools make sure you're protecting everybody equally and do your job player like you always say well, Blaine, do your job well i feel as though too you also need to put officers in that school that actually look like that reflect the kids about to say that. that are actually attend the school because that's part of it too all three of you ladies do you think that that makes a difference it if does you see somebody it that does. looks like you would it make you a little more comfortable because when i tell you when i see a mm -hmm. black officer whether it's like a black police officer i feel much more comfortable i do now it may mm -hmm. come out that you know he's all skin Scott. folk ain't kin folk yeah, but Tim Scott. That, that that could definitely be the situation but i feel much more comfortable seeing a black officer than i would seeing a white one or even an asian one because you know asians like to assimilate and no shade but some of the latinos too they like to assimilate with being white so i feel much more comfortable seeing a black officer that's mm -hmm. what that's the beauty of atlanta you rarely see white police officers in Atlanta. Rarely ever. They're all black. Again, I'm going to the UK. I can't take it no longer. I'm just, I'm over it. I can't, I can't do it. I'm going to UK. I'm about to become a Brit. I'm changing. I'm going to be like Madonna. She went to London for a weekend and came back with a British accent. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know what would change the gun laws real quick? If all of us will go get licensed to carry. That bet you they change them gun laws real quick. If everybody who was 21 and older and able to, that looked like us, go and got licensed to carry. I want to believe that. I want to believe that, Cassie. But they said we got 300 million rogue guns in this country. There is no possible rogue. way they're going to ever collect all of those guns. But let's also just call a spade a spade. Because y'all can look this up. There's also... we. And honestly, and NWA talked about this, too. It's convenient how there's some of these trains that will pull into the inner city, like the Chicago's and even in parts of L.A. that will open the doors and they'll just be guns readily available. Now, where did they come from? Oh, let me tell you where these guns come from. I'm from Chicago. My friend who's a drug dealer in Chicago, who's still alive to this day, would tell me that they will find boxes of guns Thank in the you. alleys on the south side of Chicago. Thank boxes of, of automatic weapons and assault rifles and everything because the philosophy was we don't have to kill them. We'll leave the guns to where they will yep. kill each other. They'll, They'll kill, kill each themselves other. off. And mm -hmm. where did the guns come from? Exactly. So who drops these guns they don't have the in passports. these neighborhoods? They don't have the passports in these neighborhoods. Where are these guns coming from? Oh, hear me when I tell you all of it is being set up crazily because, and I hate to say that publicly, but my friend who is a fucking drug dealer on the South Side and big time would tell me that they would find boxes of ammo and weapons just in an alley. Like somebody delivered them there and say, just have at it mm -hmm. because they feel like if you get it, we don't, they, yep. we don't have to shoot and kill you. Y'all going to kill each other. And either you'll kill each other or you'll end up getting locked up for not having a licensed weapon. Yeah. Oh, Snowfall. They surely mm -hmm. do that on Snowfall. Yes, yeah. they do. Mm -hmm. It is it, it is like we're fighting a losing battle, and I don't even know how we're going to win. I'm, in the words of T.T. Jan, keep your head on a swivel. That's all I can tell you. And I, hate the, I hate that I'm living like that. I live like that now. I'm never a feel for person. But when I'm in Walmart or in Costco, I just went to Costco yesterday. I'm looking around, seeing who got an extra jacket on, yep. seeing who got their hand in their pocket, who looking at me crazy. And then with the mask on, you really can't tell a person's expression. You can see their eyes. But you can't see their facial expression. A lot of people had their mask on. So you don't know where it's going to come from. But I tell you what, I'm ready. Yeah, and I, I got to <laughs> tell you, like, that's me why I said too. I don't like going to movie theaters. Because that's it's really the movie theaters right. that get me 
at this point in time because the last dark. time i was in there it was dark i was looking to see who had a bolt or maybe a long trench yeah, coat it was hot outside yeah i can't enjoy the movie although tt jan did say top gun the new one was good i want to <laughs> i'm gonna watch it when it comes out tom on cruise, in the 500 cruise can do no wrong he's a cancer yeah, yeah. That, that, like, um, he's a cancer nothing it, else needs to be said <laughs> yeah so it goes back it goes back to what bootsy said bootsy said the rapper bootsy stay dangerous you always have to you always have to keep yourself dangerous and be ready to go at all times, at all costs. Because I mean it, it, it's the time in which we're living. But I believe that there is hope still. There is hope. Uh again, we have to strategize as to as a community how we're gonna protect our children, how we're going to push these policies forward. All hope is not lost. We just need to put the people in the right position. I and just, let me tell you something. It's not always about getting in public office. It's about sitting at those board tables, too. I just feel like it's easier said than done at board this point, meetings. Allison. Make sure your voice is being heard. Yeah, I I wholeheartedly agree with you. I just feel like it's, it's yeah, easier said it's than true. done. Yeah, because there's so much there's so many things strategically happening towards us to mm -hmm. deter us from voting or to just not encourage us to go out mm -hmm. and vote and be in these like public spaces. So it's just it's harder. And like I said, and honestly, black people are tired. Yeah. We are tired. Yeah. We really are. So mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I say it's okay. To Gun, but I don't want to see Top Gun live stream. I don't want to see it at home. I want to experience it to in the, the theater, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. but I want to experience it in the theater. Well, I'm not worried about somebody blowing my damn brains out because they're having a bad day or they don't like something about how I look. Or, or the they color just of my racist. Skin, or they just crazy and racist. Yes. I don't want I don't want that. I want to be able to spend my $50 for a popcorn and a soda. Listen, I did say 50. LeVar, I Instacart I, too. It's a great service. <laughs> I, I, I say it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it, it, to be it's tired, scary y'all i'm telling you i don't even know that i don't know the solution i don't know if anyone has a solution to this problem but god and i'm hoping that somebody these legislations these senate whoever we putting in office like lauren always says if our voting was if our vote did not count and it did not matter they wouldn't do all that they could mm -hmm. to to fight block our votes y'all better get, get it together and speaking of voting i will be filling out my ballot today if you live in los angeles please vote for your mayor and your city councilor and your new attorney general mm -hmm. We got a lot. We got a lot of people on and the then, ballot coming up tomorrow. I want to show so. y'all something before we get off of here, because I'm gonna blow y'all. Don't, don't give up hope. If like you Alice don't know said, how to vote, get you a friend who's in politics who will send you. Hold on. Oh, who to vote for? Who to vote? They, my girlfriend sent me the entire oh, breakdown <laughs> of who to vote for and how to vote for them. They send that out too, especially like for the black people that are on the ballot. That's why I do love us. Uh -huh. We will. They will literally mail things out of yeah. this is the black people on the ballot mm -hmm. and this is who you should vote for. Yeah. So I gotta fill out my you. ballot today. Yeah. So I got my whole blueprint because man been sitting in there. I got my sample ballot, y'all, for my girlfriend. When I tell y'all today will be a day of filling in the circles because I know That's who to vote That's not a real for. ballot, right? No, no, no. I was about to say, don't put your friend ballot. on blast. I, like, don't what she sent me was, was a sample ballot of how to fill it out because yeah. a lot of times we don't take the time to research the name. We just figure, oh, they black. Their name is Jackson or their name is Johnson mm -hmm. or their name is Brown. So they one of us. Mm -hmm. That don't mean a damn thing. Not yeah. a damn thing. Research, find out that candidate that you're voting for to make sure that they have your best interest in heart, yours, that at least three-fourths mm -hmm. of how you feel because you may never get 100% of what you want, but if you can get at least 75% of it, that's great. Yep. Yep. Do your research, people, and stop going research? to Google because Google is a liar. Google said I weighed 120 pounds. I weigh 119. Google didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Google didn't say that. Oh, you see how you see how I'm working against yeah. Google my, didn't say I'm, that. I'm working with a terrorist, ladies. <laughs> I'm working with. <laughs>
Lauren Absolutely and Cassie, not. thank you so much. Allison. Al- I mean, shit. Uh, Allison, thank you. So Allison is thank a you. contender. Well, she was a contender for public office in Lakeland, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. And we're hoping that when the next election come around, that Allison runs for something else because we did get behind her. And guess what? You didn't get it this time, Allison. But God damn it, we gonna, you're going to get it the next time. And Amen. Cassie thank is a, a resident flame man. And she's an author. She she's an a author, a published author. Identity yes. Crisis. So you guys can order the book on Amazon to support Cassie, Cassandra Karch. And you I got a book club too. I don't know if you yeah, saw somebody in the club. comments. They were like, you know, they got a book club and they're reading your books. Yeah, so. Jules. I want to flame yeah. as Jules. Yes. Um, uh, my queen artist, you started a book club. So everybody comes on and talk about the book with Cassie and the chapters. And that's just great. Thank you guys for supporting each other, supporting Thank us here at Laugh and Learn. And supporting yes. me when I do call Congratulations, time. Cassie. I know I gave it to y'all hard this morning, but God showed up and said, you know what, Flame? A community may be against you, but look what you're doing. So if I don't do nothing else right in my life, look what I did, y'all. That baby's smart. That that nigga is brilliant. (laughs) He must have got it from his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you as always. Thank you, Allison. Thank you, Cassie. Thank you, Flame S, for joining us today. Ooh, it's warm in this. Ooh, I'm warm in this studio. When I tell you, I'm sweating up under this wig, up under this wig, up under this wig. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. Because here at Laugh and Learn, we do what, Lauren? We have a saying that we're never trying to get anybody to change your mind. We're simply trying to get you to use your mind. Because why? You have to use your own mind to be comfortable with the decisions that you make in your life. Not in her life. Not in my life. Not in Kendall's life. In your life. You need to be comfortable with the decisions you make. And if you are a resident of Southern California, if you're in L.A., Please, please go vote tomorrow. Please go and vote tomorrow. Please go, vote tomorrow. please go and vote tomorrow. If you think that being coming a mayor is not a big thing and, and that won't make changes in our city, you are sadly All mistaken. I'm going to say is look at Eric Garcetti. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Y'all know Lauren is all up in that in that world, too. She all up in that world with her other job. So I'm telling you, listen to Lauren. She knows what she's talking about. Thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. We will see you guys on next week. I appreciate you guys seeing us here today. I'll see you all for Love Lounge tonight. Have a great day. Have a great, safe, protected week. Prayers to everybody within the sound of my voice and they'll follow us because tomorrow is not promised and all you can do is protect you. One one message before you leave. Self-preservation is the first law of nature. Whatever that means mm-hmm. to you because I'm going to tell you what it means to me. Okay, thank you guys. Have a great day. <laughs> Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flame Monroe. (laughs) Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.